Thanks for joining us this week on the Rage for Justice Report from Consumer Watchdog. I'm your host, Jamie Court. Today we're joined by Justin Costco, who is uh, a journalist and has a site called The Debaser at debaser.substack.com. And he's also a part-time employee of Consumer Watchdog, works on a consumer uh, on our connected car uh, project. So thanks for joining us today, uh, Justin. Hello. How are you? Good. Justin broke big news at the debaser. He broke the news that the city attorney for Los Angeles, Michael Fuhrer, is under state bar investigation, investigation by the state bar, which is really big news. Uh, and it's around the DWP uh, billing error scandal. And uh, Justin, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you learned about uh, Mike Fuhrer being under uh, investigation by the state bar and what it means. Yeah, sure. Um, I've actually had letters for a while now, and I've kind of collected them over a period of two years. Um, and, uh, you know, I just started digging into uh, the state bar and trying to verify, you know, the, the authenticity of the letters. So, you know, so um, why don't you talk about what the letters said, who they're from? Well, the, the letters are their official state bar letterhead um, uh, addressed to, to the complainant. Um, saying that uh, there's a series of them saying that an investigation has been opened against Mike Fuhr um, and other figures related to DWP. Um, and so these letters range from saying that, you know, um, an investigation has been opened, um, that it's ongoing, um, and that it is, the latest we know is that it is on hold because um, apparently of another related case. But, but there, that may not actually the full story because mm -hmm. that letter which I actually got a copy of uh, that's the only letter I got a copy of and it was uh, whited out but it said on May 11th that the case has been abated pending the resolution of another case mm -hmm. this this Pricewaterhouse case but Correct. subsequently the special master who was assigned by the judge in this DWP case because of all the fraud to figure out who was responsible for what came out with his special master's report and I think that once that special master's mm -hmm. report came out because it, it, it laid out the anatomy of who was guilty of what and yeah. who, who conducted illegal conduct, that I would think that the state bar would then re-engage on that investigation, wouldn't you? Have, you? have you talked to people in the state bar? What do you think? Yeah, um, I mean, a number of things could be happening. Um, I mean, it, they could just be making excuses and waiting for this PWC case to, to, to finish, which it kind of well, is. It, it is done, And though. it is. I mean, it's on appeal, but it's, 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 it's pretty much done. Um, they also you know, could be waiting for the FBI. To well, that's act. what I was going to say. You know, I have talked to people in the state bar, current employees, investigators, who said it, it is also very common for the state bar to stand down when there's a you know concurrent federal investigation. That's what happened with um, the bankruptcy case involving Paul Parity, another figure in DWP. Um, that's kind of on hold because the FBI asked them to. Um, or the U.S. Attorney's Office. Um, but the interesting thing about that letter, the May letter that, that you have too, um, that was before the special master's report was released. Um, and so uh, we do know, I do know that the state bar at least said they're going to now review the special master's report, which was pretty damning to Fear's office, um, um, basically saying that Fear's office knew about it and covered it up. Um, so well, um, let's talk about what the it is for a second, why don't you? Because we, yeah. we, we know that on the surface, we know that the city attorney's office was raided by the FBI over this issue. We know that there were subpoenas served. We know that uh, the special master's report with more detail went to a grand jury because 
part of the report was redacted for that reason because there's, so there's a, we knew there's a grand jury, federal grand jury convened on this issue. But what is the it? Why, why is all of this going on? Why don't we brief people on, on what the allegations are that the city attorney's office, what kind of fraud did sure. they engage in? Sure. Um, I mean, basically, to give you the tweets, um, you know, um, the allegation is um, that, you know, Fear's office basically um, directed a sham lawsuit that they uh, planted their own attorney to represent utility customers and that that attorney was... Um, you know, in cahoots with the city attorney's office. In, and suing, in suing DWP. In suing DWP. So that the, the reason being so that they could settle the case cheaply and then sue someone else, sue the people who made the software and the billing. PWC. But, but they defrauded the court by basically recruiting a plaintiff and then making it look like they had nothing to do with the plaintiff suing the city so that they can then Bigfoot another lawsuit that was a legitimate lawsuit that was going to get to the bottom of what really happened. And yeah. they pulled it off. Yeah, um, I mean, they pulled it off. Um, I mean, that was six years ago. Um, and uh, the special master's report, you know, found that the city engaged in, you know, dishonest, um, deceitful uh, behavior regarding Antoine Jones, the, the, the lead plaintiff in this case. Um, it, it also found that all the attorneys involved were, what they used, violated their ethical duties, which is the duties yes. they have holding it's a bar license. About 10 attorneys um, were named in that. And Mike Fuhr? Uh, what the report said about Mike Fuhr is that it could not find evidence that he knew about the collusion, um, but that uh, his higher-ups, Jim Clark, Thomas Peters, did and, and covered it up. Um, so the, the report didn't really find evidence one way or the other. Um, but, I mean... But, but they did say that the reason they couldn't come to the conclusion that he did or did not know was because notes that Jim Clark took to brief Mike Fuhrer were destroyed. Yeah, that's one of the reasons, um, you know, but there's also a pretty solid circumstantial case because, um, you know, Fear. this was the biggest case to come across Fear's desk as city attorney. This was the biggest case. And him saying, you know, you know, testifying that he didn't know about what was going on and that he delegated responsibilities. I mean, that's kind of ridiculous for being the top manager of the biggest um, law firm, public law firm in the country. <laughs> well, he also, he, he knew at some point because I told him, you told Lawyers him. in the in the case told him. Um, Tim Blood told him uh, apparently in a phone call five years ago, and he ignored it. Um, but the more important thing was Jim Clark, his chief deputy, who is also under state bar investigation according to these letters, as is Paul Kiesel, Correct. an outside attorney for the city. Um, he he testified in his deposition that he knew that he told Fuhrer about it, and then mm -hmm. when the deposition was over, he modified it with an errata. They call it yeah. Narada and changed his testimony. Yeah. And the special master said that Jim Clark, I think he said the word, used the word lied when he did that. Yeah. He used the word lied. Yeah. So the question is, why did Jim Clark first remember telling Fuhrer and then change that? Yeah. And how did the special master come up with the fact that he lied? Yeah. Um, and so Mike Fuhrer, um, if he didn't know in the beginning, he obviously had the obligation to oversee these attorneys at some point. And when the first hint came in, he knew. And we don't know what action he took because when he did his deposition, he said, I don't recall, 60 times. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, he effectively pled the fifth. 
regarding all this. Uh, yeah, and, and that is not becoming for the city attorney of L.A., uh, who's also running for mayor. Now, you, yeah. you, you asked Fuhrer's office about the State Bar investigation. What did they say? No response. Um, they kind of stopped engaging me. I mean, um, you know, maybe because I don't work you know, at a traditional news outlet anymore. But, yeah, no response, which says a lot. Um, did they say no response or no comment? They just did not engage me. Um, did not engage me. Um, you know, could have just come out and said there's you know no such thing. But um, yeah, no response from Mike Fear. I don't. You know, he's running for mayor. He clearly does not want to talk about this. He's is counting on voters not to care about this because it is a it is a complicated you know kind of unsexy story. But it's it's important. You know, um, it's it's an important one for sure. Well, um, so the state bar has got his own problems in overseeing oh, yeah. this guy, Tom Girardi, yeah. who you've also covered, yeah. uh, this trial lawyer who bilked his clients for big money, and uh, all these investigations were scuttled over the years. Mm-hmm. Do you think the failure to deal with Tom Girardi means they're going to do a better job on this one and actually uh, you know, have a, a process where they do something against Fuhrer or a little, take it a little yeah. more seriously? Well, that's the big question, and, you know, the spotlight is on the State Bar right now with what happened with Girardi. You know, for so many years, the State Bar did nothing, and now the L.A. Times is trying to sue the State Bar to open up their records to see what they did. Um, And, yeah, I mean, this is the State Bar's chance to prove that it is there for a reason. You know, it's there to police and regulate attorneys from, you know, misleading the public and ripping off clients. Um, But, you know... On paper, we know there's an investigation with Mike Fuhr, but now it's like, is it real? Like, is it just just for show? And I guess we'll find out. I don't know. Well, it's interesting. If you want to read something really salacious, read the special counsel's report, special master's report. It's 595 pages. (laughs) You've got six days. And yeah, and it, but it really goes into how there was a concerted conspiracy to defraud this court. I mean, and all the attorneys involved uh, were uh, in on it. And it was really clear from all the research done that there's a paper trail. Um, many of these attorneys should lose their bar licenses, uh, but maybe they'll just yeah. get sanctioned. But something's going to have to happen to these attorneys because they defrauded the court. Um, they defrauded the city of a lot of money. Uh, and 36 million. And what Fuhrer knew or didn't know is really the issue, but... I can't believe he's going to be running in a mayoral campaign and no one's going to call him out and he's not going to have to answer these questions. Yeah, I mean, I think once we get closer, the issue's going to be forced, you know, but, you know, we'll see. But he has answered the questions in this way. He came out with a sham report that the Special Master's Office took issue with it. Mm. A woman named Ellen Pansky wrote this report that the Special Master said was flawed and inaccurate mm-hmm. as a way of covering up his uh, his... His PR guy at every step of the way just totally denies everything, right? Um, yeah, what a what an easy job he's got. What is his name again? Rob Wilcox. Rob. He just says no comment. Well, he does more than that. He went after the special master's report. Oh yeah, as inaccurate. And all along, along, he said, "How would Mike Fear ever know about any of this?" Um, he he's been totally in denial. And now Rob Wilcox is running for city controller. Yeah, he's uh, he's running for city controller. Um, and, you know, so he, he wants to clean up the city's coffers and the city's finances. But then meanwhile, you know, I'd be curious to know what he thinks about the two and a half million dollars, you know, the city's got to pay for, you know, DWP. And, you know, so it's just it's just kind of ironic and 
ridiculous. Well, and it's a real question of whether people in Los Angeles are going to pay attention and ask the questions and make these guys um, answer the questions before uh, the next election. Yeah. Well, thank you for being with us, Justin. Yeah, thanks a lot. Um, and uh, it was great to have you here, and I'm sure we'll be doing this more. So for listeners who want to learn more about uh, Justin uh, Klosko and the site, they can go to the debaser, debaser.substack.com, and you can go to consumerwatchdog.org and read the uh, special master's report. Um, any upcoming projects we should know about? Um, not really. You know, I was writing about Girardi a lot. We, we had some fun writing about... Um, you know, the sale of his mansion in Pasadena and just kind of just experimenting with a lot of different things. So check it out. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, make sure you, uh, you go to debaser.substack.com and check out Consumer Watchdog where you can read uh, a lot of the uh, reports under uh, LA Watchdog about DWP. Subscribe to the show iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or anywhere you get your podcasts online. Thanks for listening. It's been Jamie Court. I'm president of Consumer Watchdog.